Augie with VIP Playlist. I'm here with my wonderful co-host. Hey guys, it's Adam. Today we have a pretty dope ass band with us. I'm sorry. Choking. <laughs> sorry. Uh I the more I dig and like find out about y'all's band, the more I'm like, this is the coolest shit ever. Uh so if y'all want to go ahead and introduce yourselves and what band you're in and what y'all do for the band as well. Uh I'm Caleb. I'm in Serling. I play guitar and I do the vocals. I'm Brandon. I'm the drummer for Serling, and I also write all of the lyrics. Nice. Now, uh, the reason I say that I fall in love with this band like more and more the more I dig into it, what is the concept of the band? The concept of the band is completely around the Twilight Zone, um, the show from like the 50s and 60s uh, yeah. specifically. Um, we may branch out to the later episodes uh, as soon as we run out of our favorite material, which is around <laughs> the earlier ones, of course. Yeah. Um, but uh, all the lyrics are inspired by a particular episode. Uh, the song title itself for all of our songs, except for one um, or two, technically, is all based on that particular episode. So if you like a certain song from us, you can just sort of look up that song name and find the episode and easy peasy um be able to find out what we're screaming about that's so dope yeah so the the twilight zone even the name of the band rod serling is the creator <laughs> so serling i i'm assuming that's where you got the name from um that's really badass dude i used to watch the twilight zone when i was a kid um they're the, the only the one i remember though i remember my dad used to have it on frequently but the only one that i remember is uh was it beauty is naya the beholder i think is the name of it mm-hmm yeah, I think that was the one I remember the most. And then, of course, I remember, like, the movie. I watched that. But I think that was later, like the 80s. Yes. Yeah. There was another movie, I think, as well. And I, I vaguely remember about, like, I think the beginning of it is, like, a kid in an arcade. That may have been later as well. And then he goes back to this, like, creepy-ass house. Do you remember mm. that? I don't know if I remember that I don't, there's been yeah. I, like there's obviously been the movie there was a 80s remake i think there was an early 2000s remake and then just a couple of years ago jordan peele did a remake oh and shit i didn't even know he did a remake yeah if uh if you get uh like like if you subscribe to like paramount plus which i do because it allows me to watch every twilight zone thing ever um nice you can you can see all the jordan peele stuff too yeah that's really cool. I didn't know he did. Man, that dude, he's all up in the spooky shit, dude. Oh, yeah. I, heard I, that, I, thought, he actually, I thought he actually did a good job, but it got canceled after two seasons. Yeah. I know the the movie he just made. Was it called? Um, the alien movie he just made? Nope. Yeah, that uh, one. Nope. Yeah, I heard yeah, that yeah. movie is actually creepy as shit. I heard yeah, like I love, a lot of good things about it. <laughs> mm -hmm. I kind of want to watch it, but I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't want to get scared. <laughs> it's it's I, I saw it in theaters it was a different take on mm -hmm. like an alien movie i feel like honestly it could have been like a movie based on a twilight zone theme i feel actually like, yeah i don't know it was really well done and uh you think that the movie title nope stands for because like i mean you see in the movie like he's like nope i ain't dealing with this shit 
but yeah. it's actually it's, it stands for not of planet earth so it's just uh, like yeah it's got a whole theme behind it okay. yeah I, I saw that movie it was it was i i, did, I dug it for sure it's definitely interesting it was, was it scary adam uh i wouldn't say it was scary but i don't know dude i don't really be and i'm not trying to sound cool like i don't really get scared of like scary movies i just yeah. I, i'm more of a squeamish guy like needles and eyes and like guts and stuff i don't like that but like just scary suspenseful stuff i don't know it doesn't really freak me out too much i'm more right. of a squeam squeamish kind of person all right cool i can handle it then i think you can handle it you got it yeah, yeah, Are you yeah. you scared you scary boy uh i don't know man i, don't, I see that's the thing i haven't like actually we, we don't watch like movies that's true like i haven't watched a movie i don't really actually i take that back I, the only movies i watch are like seth rogan movies <laughs> <laughs> And that's just yeah. like once in a blue moon. And it's yeah, just because yeah. like nine times out of 10, it's like a Friday night when kids are in bed and it's like midnight and mm-hmm. I'm not tired. So I just throw on like, I don't know, pineapple. You're, you're something. just trying to chill. You're yeah. not trying to get the shit scared out of yeah, you before exactly. you can yeah, sleep absolutely. in the next absolutely. day. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Dude, he's got three kids. He does not sleep in. No. <laughs> he, no. he gets, he gets scared enough. Yeah. Still kids. I'm sure. Yeah, dude. Yeah. and then he, there's always that like you know what if the kids walk in at the wrong time and then they, they're scarred for life you know traumatized <laughs> uh, but now i mean so what is it with the twilight zone like it was is that something that like maybe y'all did with y'all's parents or something when y'all were younger or did we just watch the twilight zone or how did y'all get into that uh with me uh i usually binge watch shows whenever i get the flu um so i think one of the times where i had the flu for a week i just watched all of the twilight zone episodes and was just completely stoked on it and um the next flu i had i think it was seinfeld and it's just that sort of theme so i just pick one show and just run it into the ground and twilight zone was one of them and among all of the friends that i have brandon is the only one that's actually watch them yeah and we can like talk about it and uh, okay yeah so that was just a connection we had um personally but yeah yeah it was interesting finding out that i had another friend who went <laughs> as much as i did i i remember vividly i don't remember how old i was i was in elementary school i was young i just woke up randomly i had the sci-fi channel on and i just woke up randomly at like two three in the morning probably dehydrated or whatever and yeah. i just re- i just remember looking up at the tv and there was a guy sitting at a like uh, just sitting at this diner and suddenly a third arm pulled out of his trench coat and it was in black and white and i was like whoa and then the other guy behind the counter seemed scared but then he took his hat off and he had a third eye and, <laughs> and it just like yeah went to the credits and then all of a sudden the creepy like do 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 like another episode came on and mm-hmm. i that was it i was yeah. hooked i it was I, if i had not woken up that time that day i don't know if i would have ever cared about the show but that's wow. awesome. right, right place right time that episode was will the real martian please stand up yeah um, and just yeah and i i just watched it till the sun came up like i just loved it but yeah, I think I recited something randomly when I was at Caleb's house and Caleb just like kind of cocked his head back and just like <laughs> knew what I was saying. And I was like, like we were kind of like the Spider-Man meme where they point at each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> A man of culture. 
<laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. The old stepbrothers that we just become best friends. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Nice. nice, dude. That's awesome, dude. I, I think the, the Twilight Zone, it always like, that was a very well-written show for being so old. Like, you, I feel like you never really knew like what the outcome of the show was going to be. Like, it was always some off the wall shit. Like, like, you're like, ah, okay. Okay. I know how this is going to end. And then you don't know how it's going to fucking end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I always really enjoyed about it. But, um, yeah, man, that's really cool. Uh, well leading. So we know what you guys sort of, you know, your, your theme, but how'd you guys get into your, you know, respective instruments and abilities and how'd you guys sort of meet up? Uh, I've been dabbling with guitar since I was around 11. Um, I'm 35 now. Um, so okay, I've been okay. playing for constantly. Oh, yeah, I'm old. Um, <laughs> uh, I Growing up, I only had a couple hobbies. Like I grew up in the sticks in Maine and I still live in the sticks of Maine. So I... Um, you know, I could only skateboard a few months out of the year, you know, so most of the time I'm just sort of stuck inside. So I just picked up a guitar and never really put it down ever. Yeah. Um. So at first, of course, I'm being coerced by my dad to learn all this Molly Hatchet, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Boomer stuff. And uh, that's cool. It got me to learn a few things. But until I started picking up bass and learning about Primus and yeah, yeah and all that stuff and started learning slap now that i'm a bass player in maine which has no people in it if there's a bass player around i can get into a band so i found oh, yeah, some dude. kids from a different high school oh you play bass yeah I'll, I'll join and then i start playing their stuff never heard anything like this before never heard any local music of any kind i was just a bedroom player that just got dragged into something and then uh, they start talking to me about bands and I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. What is a glass jaw? Like, I have no idea what you're <laughs> right. talking about. You know what I mean? <laughs> so from then on, I start getting mixed CDs every practice. And then I'm just getting inundated with all of this fantastic stuff. Some stuff I can't stand. Most of the stuff I grabbed onto immediately. Like, wow, Fear Before the March of Flames is cool. Yeah, this yeah, is right. me, you know? And um, just started getting into all that stuff and uh, never really looked back. I don't really know of any of the... I stopped learning old music a while ago and just started learning how to play uglier and uglier, adding yeah. more strings to my guitar, learning yeah. about, oh, this... this I can't head bob to this. What's wrong with this riff? Oh, it's in seven. What does that yeah. mean? That's so cool. And then just obsessing with it's not, rhythm. It's not ugly. It's it's progressive, right? Oh, it's progressive. But I had, I mean, the closest thing I had to any sort of weird riff um, based on my upbringing was any Frank Zappa stuff. I'm still a big fan of Frank Zappa, but they're, you know, just not really hearing it in the chaotic sense Yeah, yeah, yeah. that you can get with the Chariot or Dillinger. Yeah, um, for sure, dude. Stuff like that. So, um, once I was able to grasp a hold of these weird rhythms, polyrhythms, and just these wild guitar sounds, I I just it just kept going and going yeah. and going. So, uh, fun fact: my uh, we have somebody that lives in my neighborhood, and uh, my daughter's friends with them. And she was like, "Well, they're on vacation right now." I was like, "Oh, really? That's cool." When they go on vacation, she was like, "Maine," and I was like, 
who the fuck goes to Maine for vacation? <laughs> too many people. Honestly. Really? A like, lot of people. What even yeah. is there to wow. see? Like, I, I never hear anything about Maine. And then, you know what, Adam, I got a geography question right. So I'm not as bad as I thought about geography. True. My wife was like, isn't the Niagara Falls in Maine? And I was like, no, that's in New York. She was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah. And guess what? It's in fucking New York. Mm-hmm. Look at you go. Yeah. Anyways, Brandon, how about you, man? <laughs> uh, yeah, just just to finish that, it's a lot of people come here. That's insane, dude. Because they just think that it's really pretty on the coast here. And Is they it? They want to eat lobster and yeah, you know, have like, that experience. You know? like I've, I've been to Boston, and I mean, I thought that was dope. So I'm sure Maine, I mean, you're just going more north, so it's probably even colder. Not, <laughs> well, I was going to say maybe yeah. not, maybe not as bustling. So like, you know, more chill. So yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I bet, the, I bet uh, cool the coastlines there. around here are absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I bet. Nice. I can imagine. That's awesome. Yeah. dude. And I mean, like our whole state population is just over a million. Like there's probably a million people just in Quincy's market alone. So you, right, you feel like you, you have a little more space. Yeah, yeah. so it's the just, entire we got the most lighthouses in the world, like oh, nice. at least in the U.S. That's badass, right. dude. Yeah, the population of Maine is Boston times two. That's, wow, dude. Yeah. Oh wow, okay. that actually seems kind of nice. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, See, a lot of you were clowning, and yeah. now look at you. No, it does. No, I was clowning, but because I, I when I go to pick out a vacation spot, I'm never thinking Maine. I mean, I don't blame you. People That's also like, like extremely fucking far. That's literally say, like bro, the you, furthest you, point from me. You, you try to stay pretty close. You went yeah. to like Arkansas, which we're in Texas. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Not that far. Yeah, no, dude. That's like the, literally, it's like the furthest point away from me right now. Like in the <laughs> United States, minus Hawaii, all right? <laughs> yeah. Completely but, different scenery change might be good yeah. for you. Yeah, it yeah, might, man. dude. I don't, you might love it. You never know. Yeah, that is it's true, dude. Sick of this uh, 110 weather down here. God damn, dude, I hate this weather. Yeah. It's so fucking hot. Yeah, it's just been rainy, rainy, rainy up here. Really? Yep. Yeah, we've, I just, we've rented Seattle's weather system for the summer, I think. Okay. I've been to Seattle. That place is pretty. Oh, I've only experienced the weather. I haven't been to Seattle. But... Yeah. That's like the furthest point away from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Brandon, how did you get into your respective instrument? Yeah, so drums. Um, I grew up around music like my whole life. My grandmother used to play acoustic guitar and stuff, and you know she she was really into old school country. And so you know every family gathering we had, everyone was playing like some form of an instrument, playing old school country. So music was, I guess, ingrained in me my whole life. But wasn't until I was about eleven that a friend of mine had just a busted up three-piece drum set on his front lawn and i just started playing it and i just like i would like they would go off and play and i would just keep playing this thing and he just goes hey if you go tell your grandmother give me like 50 bucks you can have this so i went and i begged her she gave me the money reluctantly and i mean I brought the drums over to my house. We were literally neighbors. So I just walked it over and put it in my room. And 
I just literally just did not stop playing that thing. I I can't even imagine how much I annoyed the piss out of my family. Just I mean, you're just banging on drums like this is like yeah. beginning. I maybe knew two beats. But I'm thankful that my grandmother who always pushed the importance of music and she always told everyone in the household, do not go tell him he's being too loud. Do not go stop him. Let him learn. And That's so awesome. eventually I started playing music. Like back then I think I was listening to like obviously I listened to like Slipknot and Corn originally. I listened to I think Metallica was the first ever heavy band I got into, but also used to listen to bands like Flaw and uh Lincoln Park was a big one, even though they were a little bit different for me at the time. But I would just listen to these songs and I would literally just by ear just try to repeat them. And to this day, if I'm listening to a song, I know what the drummer's hitting, how often like like it's it's like you can visually see what the drummer's doing and what their symbols are and whatnot, just because that's that's just how I learned. That's how I trained yeah. myself. So that's really cool, man. That's awesome. I mm-hmm. yeah, I just played and just kept going and by the age of by the next year the age of 12 i was in my first band and started just playing on the local scene i played my first bar when i was 12 oh nice Nice. i will never forget it was in the old port of portland just me and a bunch of high school i mean i was in middle school everyone else in high school the guy the bar owner just looks at us goes how old are you guys they're like 18 18 18 he gets to me and i go 12 it's a 21 plus bar okay (laughs) So you guys are on the bill, so you can go play right now. As soon as you play, I need you to pack up your shit and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> wow. That's like, awesome. I was they just, still let you play, dude. He still let us play. Um, nice. But yeah, just like, I think from there, it really just took off. I got into a lot of like more metalcore bands. Like the bands that Caleb mentioned, like I thought were so experimental back then. I was like, dude, these bands suck. Tony Dance sucks. Like, you know, I was couldn't get into these bands they weren't 4-4 wasn't my style i was more like emir for the fallen dreams the acacia strain like that's those are the myspace bands that raised me um and then yeah i you also asked how we how we got together we have a mutual friend whose name is gavin uh gavin spellman i'll give him a shout out anyone wants to he's the best photographer in the state of maine go look at his shit it's fantastic but at the time he was a vocalist in my band and he was like hey i got a buddy Caleb plays guitar. Uh, he he should we should come hang out with him sometime. And still at that time, I really support for music, but just being around Caleb more and actually getting exposed to a couple of things. Like he would just have a song playing, I think, in his house, and I would just be like, "Oh, this is actually kind of cool." And he'd be like, "Oh yeah, this is Danza." And in my head, I'm like, "Ah, oh, but I think Danza sucks. I can't like this." But <laughs> it was like it just grew from there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, 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 for Caleb sure. Just, Caleb just exposed me to to so much more, and now to to be in this band that we're in with the time signatures that we play, I never would have thought I'd be in a band like this. So, yeah, Caleb has helped me grow immensely, and it was all because of a shared mutual friend that brought us together. That's awesome, man. That's really cool to hear. Mm-hmm. Me and I, me and Adam, been friends for a long time. We bounce music back off, back and forth from each other. So <laughs> there's a lot that Adam wouldn't listen to for a while just wasn't his style which i don't blame him because i'm he's a little more uh what, what would you call it adam i don't know what would you call it Augie? like like he's <laughs> a little more like uh 
I don't know. How, I don't know the right word to say, but he he. Are you trying is, to say picky? Yeah, but like oh. nicely. I was trying to say it nicely. Oh, okay. <laughs> so whatever is below, like I wouldn't say I'm like that anymore. But I think all he's trying to call me a, a music snob. But I don't. No, no, no. I was trying to be nice. I was trying to say like you're you're a little more like a like you know what you like. Oh yeah, that's true. I was trying to be nice about it. I was trying to be a dick. I, I can't really explain what I like. Like, there's no rhyme or reason. Like, I like what I like, and I don't like what I don't like. Uh, I will say Adam is loyal. Oh, yeah. So, like, if he finds a band that he likes, no matter how drastic they change their sound, Adam's like, you know what? This still this still fucks. I'll listen oh, to yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm with him. Yeah. yeah. One of the only ones I know that are like that. Yeah. Adam is loyal as fuck to a band, uh-huh. though. Yeah. <laughs> listen up, all you VIP peers. VI players. Goddamn Patreon now. Skin <laughs> is so aggressive. I did. We have a Patreon now. Yeah, motherfuckers. And a Discord. Yeah. And a YouTube. Discord. Come but join. No it. webcams yet. No webcams. You can't see our beautiful face. Not yet. Yeah. Shout out to Enormous Adam on Discord. Hit him up if you need a Discord. He did a great job on ours. It looks cool. But guess what? You won't know how it looks unless you join that bitch. (laughs) If you would, please join our Discord and our Patreon. It would be really cool of you. We would love you forever. We'd still love you forever, even if you don't. Yeah. You join the Patreon, you're going to get stickers. stickers. You get to dehumanize me. Yes. You want to know what that means? Go look at the Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it. That's and it. subscribe to our fucking YouTube channel. Yeah, comment. Thank you. Review, subscribe. We yeah, love you more. all that stuff. Do everything that you do for all the people that you love on YouTube. Do it for us too. Yeah. Thanks. We love you. One of the questions we'd like to ask, I think we kind of skipped over it actually, Augie, is uh, some of you guys' earliest music memories. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be what you're into now, but just sort of, you know, something that your parents, grandparents, friends showed you, stuff like that, that kind of sticks with yeah, you. Just like, just some, before you could even pick your own music, man, stuff like yeah. that. Which I have Frank Zappa. Mm-hmm. So I figured that would be a good one for Caleb to add. Yeah. What are some others? Uh, For like a playlist? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. To put yeah, on yeah. We're, yeah. We're gonna start slapping oh. stuff on a playlist. I have a lot of the bands that y'all mentioned wrote down. So, oh, just, wonderful. It's just gonna be like a like a. We're gonna go from like oldest to, you know. Yep. Yeah, like a timeline. Oh, okay. This is gonna get pretty wild. For me. Yeah. I'm gonna let Caleb go first, but this is gonna be eclectic. <laughs> <laughs> so early stuff. Uh, Van Halen got my rocks off pretty good when I was nice. a kid. Um, Black Sabbath scared the shit out of me when I was a kid, and that's what got me into metal immediately. Yeah. Um, the first Black Sabbath album. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as blues stuff, when I was about eighth grade, there was a Tab Benoit album that was pretty tight. Then I started joining a band. Uh, Glassjaw was huge for me. Yeah, Glassjaw. You've already written that down, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Buckley blew my mind. Uh, still does. Let's see. Misery Signals. Oh, uh, nice. We don't uh, get yeah. that about much. Oh, uh, Misery Signals is fantastic. You can mm-hmm. pick anything you want. They've done no wrong. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> bands that have done no wrong for me. Uh, Faith No More. And 
Dexy's Midnight Runners. Never heard of them at all. Dexy, oh, they did uh, Come On, Ali. Oh, oh yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. They okay. have an album called Two Rye Eye. Fantastic, front to back, all bangers. One of the best um, scenes of Tommy Boy, too. Gotcha. Yes, indeed, indeed. <laughs> I think that's uh let's get a let's get some from Brandon because we got kind of a big list going here. So oh, we're gonna yeah. start adding these on pretty soon. So let's get all you had to Brandon. do was tell me to shut up. I'll yeah. keep going. <laughs> no, you're good, dude. You're good. That's good. Um man. The earliest shit I used to jam, I remember like fucking dancing in the kitchen to Shania Twain's Whose Bed Have Your Boots Been Under. Oh my like, god. My yeah. grandmother loved that album holy shit did i used to rock it that's a good um, that's a good song too and i'd switch back and forth between that and like ozzy <laughs> nice that's like, all right no rhyme or reason. just switch the cds between that and i used to have a cassette that had one fucking song on it will smith getting jiggy with it fuck yes baby yes. that was he has not was, talked about enough all right that was pretty much me <laughs> as a child um, <laughs> Ah, so the beginning of this playlist. First of all, do y'all have a name for this thing yet? Do y'all want to name it? Uh, something just came to my mind. Um, our manager and lawyer Bobby uh, was telling me about him and his buddy Bill yesterday having a conversation about flashlights and if they were designed after certain celebrities. And uh, Bill said, "Dude, it would be sick if there was like a Will Smith one. That would be awesome." Oh. And oh then Bobby God. said, Bobby said, what, the Flesh Prince of Bel-Air? <laughs> that is beautiful. So I think we'll name it the Flesh Prince the of Bel-Air. The Flesh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> I love this. This, this might fit. So uh, I'm sure you guys aren't aware, but we, we do sort of an award ceremony. Uh, and we kind this of has my vote. Like our, yeah, this, we pick our favorite like playlist name, favorite interview, blah. blah. This this is already there. Like I'm yeah. pretty sure nothing's gonna top this. Yeah, oh, shout out to Bobby. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, All that's right. our, it's our manager's contribution. Yeah. Um. So the first thing I want to throw in here is some Frank Zappa. Man, let's start off with that. Give us a give us one of your favorite Frank Zappa songs. Oh shit! Uh, um, it's off Zoot Allures. I need to look it up. It's the very first track. I think it's you. You'll wind up working at a gas station, or uh, yeah, wind up working at a gas station. Yeah, the type. chorus. The chorus is in five, and it's so catchy. Yo, I didn't realize. Like, so this is the y'all are like the second band who's mentioned Zappa. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much that dude fucking rocks, bro. Oh yeah, he kicks he kicks ass, dude. Yeah, my favorite era is from like uh, seventy to like seventy two before he was pushed off stage into like an orchestra pit and broke his mm-hmm. leg and almost died. Um, that was huh. the time where he was touring with uh, Flo and Eddie from the Turtles. Okay, and there is just a, a handful of live albums. Uh, just another band in L.A. and uh, Fillmore East 1971 those are live performances and so much fun to listen to so much fun yeah all right I'm gonna add uh who's been next by Shania yeah and then we can go let's go ahead and knock out some the Will Smith he said getting jiggy with it we'll throw that one yeah, away as well. I mean, 
the playlist uh, is named after him. So yeah, yeah, gotta, for sure. Gotta that should have been the first track, but <laughs> yeah, <I'm laughs> make him make him wait for it. All right, <laughs> uh, let's go. Faith no more. Uh, RV and then Ozzy. Ozzy. So I think no more tears. It's probably the song I used to jam the most off that album, specifically. Seven minute song, bro. Is it seven minutes? There's a edit. Oh. Uh, there's like a. I'm assuming a radio edit that's five minutes. <laughs> yeah, just do the radio edit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, dude, we had we had one band put like like six 12 minute songs, so don't worry about length. Yeah, it was like tool. Yeah, tool. All fucking tool. I was gonna I think ask one if that was just the Lorna Shore album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dick, you said Dixie's Midnight Runners. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, let's make this precious. Um, that's off to right eye. All right. And then Metallica? Uh, I mean, Master of Puppets was ultimately the album that got me into, like, I guess, like, heavy music. And I, I'd go with Battery. Battery? I, I still think to this day, people would call me lame. I just something about that song. It's the perfect album intro. Yeah. Like whether you like them or not, I think that song just, if you're into that music, like it's, there's no better opening to an album than battery in my, yeah, man. (laughs) They, uh, they, they've been killing it for a long time, dude. I think that's what some bands can only dream of, man. They've been on top for a while Mm -hmm. making music. So they have been, I stopped listening after fuel, um, yeah, but I mean, people st- still, still doing it. So kudos to them. Yeah. Go Van Halen. These are just still some of the older ones. So Van Halen, uh, drop dead legs. You said black Sabbath as well. Yeah. Uh, the, the self-titled song, black Sabbath, black Sabbath. You said, was it tab Benoit? Yeah, T-A-B and then space B-E-N-O-I-T. All right. What song? Oh, God. It was an uh, <laughs> album uh, called The Swampland Jam of 1998, there guy. Um, and <laughs> I believe there's a song on there called uh, Too Many Dirty Dishes. And the uh, rendition of that he does. Is Dude, that could be the name of my <laughs> yes, a hundred bro. Five people in a house. There's two things that I always have plenty of, and it's dirty clothes and dirty dishes. Yeah, for real. Yeah, that's what you do until you die. Yes, <laughs> fucking laundry, bro. I swear to God, I wear like I try to like minimize because so I wear uniforms for work, so I literally wear the same thing almost every day, and yet there's still like a shit ton. Of, I'm like, I don't even, how did that even get out? Like, I don't even wear that. Where the <laughs> fuck did that come from? <laughs> like, I swear to you, it's just like crawling off the hangers into the line. I don't know. It sucks. Mm, uh, last one for this like older era, um, Jeff Buckley. Um, Opened once. Trying to get some that we, we don't get a whole lot. Tab and Jeff are definitely some that we don't get a lot. So, so y'all mentioned bands. Well, actually, we got like Primus, which is an amazing band. Love them. Hell uh, yeah. I mean, I think Adam, didn't he buy like their greatest hits or some shit once? Yeah. 
I fucking love that. That album was so great, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course, like Glass Joe and shit. I want to talk about like the chariot. Y'all mentioned, um, I, I think I talked to, I don't remember who it was that I messaged. Oh. That was you, Caleb? Yeah. So yeah. y'all, it, it, I mean, when I listened to y'all's new song, Escape Clause, it definitely reminded me of the chariot. And I, I was a diehard chariot fan. We actually went to their farewell show. Nice. Forever ago. Uh, I guess that was like, man, that was, what, 2010? I don't know. I don't think it was that long ago. When did, yeah, anyways. But um, they were just an amazing band, and they were very um, raw, is Mm -hmm. the correct word. Uh, Raw. Yeah, dude, 100%. Like, that's literally the only thing you can say to describe them, because the the amount of feedback that's in that first fucking album is ridiculous. You just hear the squealing like every fucking 10 seconds. It's ridiculous. But I fell in love with that band and I followed them literally forever. And uh, it gave me that, that the chariot vibes a hundred percent. So thank you. Yeah. It definitely like compliment you can give Caleb. Yeah, it definitely like filled a gap that was missing. Yeah, it's been missing for so long. (laughs) I I agree. I think also, um, I got like Tony Danza, tap dance extravaganza vibes, Mm -hmm. early Norma Jean, like all that. So again, that's stuff that we came up on. Yeah, I mentioned. We're very age. close. We're very uh, close. To yeah, that, okay. to your age, our, yeah. Our, our 32, 33. I think August yeah. 46. No, um, shut up. <laughs> I'll be, yeah, when, what nice. year is it? It's 2023. I'll be 33 in August. Yeah. So we came up on all that stuff. So, I mean, yeah. it basically, like, we eat that up, man. Um, yeah. Really good shit. I guess talking about that, what's y'all's writing process like? So, how do you pick, I guess, what? episode or what themes you're gonna sort of write about yeah, like a dartboard that you'll just throw yeah <laughs> this is this is a funny question because every time we answer it i think the response is always like really <laughs> this, <laughs> this is how you guys do this because it's not normal but uh basically i mean if you want to go back to the very beginning the, this band was created because i had a child and i could no longer do music the way that i always had yeah. Past. I didn't have free time I had anymore. I didn't have any of that shit. Yeah. Um, also, height of a pandemic, I'm at home all the time. I'm working, I'm like mapping drums in my house. So I said to Caleb, hey, no more BS. We've been in so many failed bands. Let's create a two-piece band, you and me, based on our favorite television show. I'll send you drum tracks. You write guitars and bass to it. I'll write the lyrics for it, and we'll pick the episodes we want to cover beforehand. Caleb nice. said deal. That's literally what we do. That's crazy. So that is that is like an odd writing process because I think the majority of people that I talk to, they write guitars first. So you're writing guitars to the drums. Yeah, I get a drum track first. And um, at first it was a little bit weird, but um, I, whenever I'm recording <laughs> or trying to write, I am a perpetual overthinker. Mm-hmm. And there will just be a song in my computer for six months that'll never get finished because you know what? This transition between these two riffs sounds like I'm in the third grade. I'm fucking stupid. I should <laughs> not be writing music. I'm done. This is awful. But if I get sent a drum track where I like, all right, these are my 
this is this is the whole thing. It's like your frame. Yeah. yeah. I, I got I, you. I can't go outside of this. This is where I need to stay. And now all I need to do is just plug in my instrument of choice and just jam out until my head's bobbing or I'm about to crowd kill some antiques in my room and then call it good. And now we can move on to the next bit and just, uh, yeah. So that's my process and it's so much easier to do it that way. I, yeah, I just sit here and have fun. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. I dig that. The best thing I can share honestly is Caleb will send me whenever, for instance, one of our songs is a stop at Willoughby. There's a breakdown, uh, Oh, three quarters of the way through that. That is like very, like I created it based on a four, four beat that I previously had with another band, but I totally fucked with it. And Mm -hmm. Caleb sent me when he finally finished guitars to it. And he just paused his computer and he goes, you missed a fucking meltdown. Holy shit. Like (laughs) thinking of Caleb having meltdowns over just trying to understand like, what the fuck are you counting, Brandon? <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's those moments that I look for when yeah. it sends me finished products. That's awesome, and I'm that's that's a uh, different for sure. But that's really cool that y'all make it work like that. Yeah, it works and for you guys. It sounds like there's more than two people in the band, dude. That's y'all got a big fucking sound for only being. Yeah, two people, I man. saw some I saw some live footage, and I was like, what the hell? Just two of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. awesome, dude. That's really cool funny because when i told adam um before this uh we were talking about y'all being based on the twilight zone and i was like you know it's actually kind of genius because they have like 156 episodes to choose from and like if they want to do the the movies they could do the movies too they got a lot of fucking material man it's kind of genius you know Mm -hmm. most bands are like struggling to write songs but y'all have endless fucking material (laughs) yep it's true. I wouldn't say and, endless, but you know, I have a couple years worth of material sitting right there. So, no, I mean, it, if we run true. out of Twilight Zone stuff, we'll just move on to Twin Peaks or X Files and call it good. X Files, that would be dope, dude. Yeah, X Files would be sweet. Yeah, man. But yeah, that's awesome, man. What What is y'all's favorite episode? If y'all could choose, mine would probably be. The more I see it, is uh. Mr. Beavis. Okay. It's so funny. We've, so we've done interviews in the past, of course, and I swear to God, if we go back and listen to every single one, we've answered this question differently. Because we've every time I... this and ev- yeah, I think it every changes, single time. I'm sure. yeah. it's, I, I relate it to like when people, you, like all the time ask you, what's your favorite band? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, it's so hard to quantify that, honestly. It can almost be like a in the moment Type yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, there's so many fucking good episodes, but truthfully, I think where I am in life right now, uh, the episode of Walking Distance is okay. really, really sticks out to me. It's, you know, just whole moral premise of it is this guy just wants to go back to the great old days of his life. And his dad just tries to remind him, like, yeah, you had good old days, but like, you could have, you could have good old days now. There's good old days ahead of you. Like, like uh, yeah. the actual quote is, uh, you've been looking behind you, try looking ahead. And I just like, with the recent changes in my own life, I just, I really hold that tight to the chest. Just yeah. say, like, you know, yeah, that's great. You do, you do kind of miss the days of before you were a parent and when you were really young and could do whatever with music, but there's a lot of good stuff to come. Like try, yeah. try looking ahead. 
you got to refocus here. For sure. That's awesome, man. So we have a bunch of bands that y'all have mentioned. I didn't want to do a whole segment of just y'all naming songs and shit. So I want to break I, it up can, a little bit. I go ahead. Say, I can ask a question. If you yeah, want. go. Okay. okay. Uh, I was just going to add more bands, but it'll kind of go with, with what we're doing here. Um, yeah. We talked about, you know, some of your core memories and like early music, but what was some of the music you guys remember like that you sought out that you picked on your own or maybe like maybe the first album you went and bought with your own money, that kind of thing. Or cassette for the, the old guy up there. I'm just fucking with you, man. <laughs> yeah. The eight track. I'm just fucking with you. Uh, <laughs> shit. Oh shit. Um, I do remember the first CD I ever bought and that was a uh, weird owl running with scissors. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I bought uh Nellyville. Fuck yes. Yeah. I bought that in God sixth damn. grade. Yeah. I mowed some fucking lawn so I could go to Walmart and get Nellyville. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it was censored, which sucked. But oh yeah. Oh <laughs> man. It was so there was like three words a song. I uh, yeah. <laughs> but oh man, that bumped for months. <laughs> That's badass. Censored Nelly. Yeah, they had to censor Nelly. Oh, it's man. getting hot in here, so go back to church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, oh man, Air, Air Force Ones was my jam, dude. That's uh, to this, to this day. Ones. I'll to Air this Force day. Ones. I'll try to walk work to it. Nice. And then uh, Weird Al. What, oh, yeah. what song off of that album? Which of all those legendary songs? Uh, Albuquerque. I think that song's 11 minutes long. It that is. That great. It is. Perfect. It's beautiful. Right it's a nice little, Air Force Ones. You know, it's a nice little palate cleanser for, for, <laughs> for, for all For what these. we're about to put on there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to try my best to put these in a certain order, but I'm not going to focus too hard on it. So let's go with uh, Primus first. What song you got for me for Primus? Oh, Primus? Primus. Um, yes. um, My bad. Welcome to this world. And then um, Lincoln Park. Oh, man. So many fucking bangers. <laughs> um, let me find. There's a very specific song that I used to listen to, and I used to have AOL up. And oh my god, I used to just put the lyrics in my away statuses to try to get oh, attention. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, if man. that could come back in some fashion, that would be absolutely the door opening when your friends got online, man. Oh yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, it's not that. No, it's the fuck. My phone <laughs> is failing me at this exact moment. It's the fucking album with like the anime shit on it. You know what? Let's just do crawling that was a good song no. that had a lot of emotion okay. that got a lot of people to comment on my away status like are you okay <laughs> <laughs> like yeah i just need a girlfriend yeah glass jaw gold and then you mentioned one and i barely caught the name of it it sounded like you said flaw flaw yeah okay <laughs> dude flaw was my jam um uh, get up again. Fear before. 
Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say yeah, that one. But listen, listen to the songs and find that one. Um, no, it's off Art Damage. It's towards the beginning of Art Damage. Um, the party is an over till they spike in the punch. Uh, I think it's. Yeah, I should have stayed in the shallows. That was that old old MySpace shit. That was some good shit there, dude. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I probably did fuck up the time on this, but whatever. Corn. Boy, what song could could just put their whole discography on this yeah. shit? Fucking bangers. But just because Caleb and I actually practice this sometimes, let's go with Blind. Yeah, that's a great one. You know, the I went back first and listened. Corn single. I went back and listened to that album not too long ago, and it still fucking holds up to this day. Yeah, dude, it's such a good album. I listened to that one, "Follow the Leader," "Untouchable," like their their first like four or five albums, and they're all still just fucking great. Uh, Slipknot, spit it out. I remember I asked uh, the DJ at my like sixth grade. A lot of shit happened in sixth grade. Uh, like it was sixth grade dance. I asked him to play that song. He just like, he was like, yeah, no. <laughs> like, come on. Come on, man. <laughs> um, misery signals. Oh, shit. Oh, that's a, does by the way, I just have to ask what's looking this up. Does every other band do this where sometimes they have songs off the top of their head and other times they're like, oh shit. Oh yeah. All the time. Yeah. Especially nowadays with like, you know, streaming music, nobody hardly any knows like hardly anybody knows song names anymore. So you remember oh, yeah. like the song names from your youth up until I don't know, you're about mm-hmm. fifteen after that. Yeah. It's well, that that MySpace era got really difficult because there was like chapter long song names, so all the ones before that were a lot easier to remember. <laughs> I'll go with a certain death. All right, um, a mirror. That's a good one, Caleb. Um, their first album, "Goodbye to the Gallows." Yes. If I'm being honest, it's it's definitely in my top three albums. It might be my favorite album of all time. It's it's great. It's, yes. It's it's an absolutely just incredible. We got that <sighs> album on a complete like accident. I think yeah. one of Augie's friends was like, This is too heavy for me, but you might like it. <laughs> and Augie was like, let me borrow it. And I was like, This is a great Bro, I never I've heard, heard anything like that in my life. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I gotta go with that album. Uh, you got a henna tattoo that said "Forever." All right. Yeah, though that like I think that was the first time I heard that like explosive like. I don't even know. Like, I'm not a music guy. I just it, that like fucking bass drum drop, like fucking mm-hmm. that loud ass like. Oh, that, dude! Like, oh, a data remember. A data remembers first album had those in every single song that's honestly probably another top three album of all time yeah I, see i, I, I never got into that, that like album. i didn't, didn't either yeah i never got into them which I've, I've heard a lot of people talk about and i know all their mm-hmm. like classics but i never really like 
got into them, into them, you know? Yeah. I just, I saw their first music video with Ron Jeremy and it was over for me. I was hooked. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do uh Dillinger. Um, God damn it. <sighs> it's like, you know, there should be one. I know but, I should know all the song like, names, what, but what defines I, me in my relationship with them? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I am picking the Mike Patton EP, um, but I usually just run it front to back and uh, Pig Latin. Acacia Strain? We only got like two more after this, so we're good. Again, <laughs> just throw their whole discography in there <laughs> see the dead walk that whole album is heavy as fuck and i feel like i should choose a song off of that but death is the only mortal is one of the heaviest fucking albums i've ever heard but you know what i'm gonna go with the dead walk and i'm gonna go with see you next tuesday because the first time me and my old bandmates ever saw the lyrics to that song we just thought this is incredible. It describes every woman that's ever dumped us. So great. <laughs> There's a band. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm, now that I'm thinking about it, they probably got their name from that album. Maybe See you not. next Tuesday. Yeah. So I'm just going to give a little bit of it. It might be a spoiler here. Um, you said your the episodes you remember the most is I of the Beholder. Mm-hmm. We have an EP dropping in a couple months, and there might be a correlation between that exact episode and that exact band. Nice. That's yeah, awesome, but, dude. But people will have to look out for that. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, I'm going to get, I'm going to hold off on one because I want to judge him, but the Tony Danza. <laughs> Caleb, I think we collectively have a song. Yeah, y'all can put two. That's fine. Well, well, we have a song that we cover, but we also have a song that we would love to cover that I think honestly this this exact song defines our relationship uh Paul Bunyan and the Blue Ox speaking of Paul Bunyan and the Blue Ox I watched uh Tall Tales I watched that the other day you ever watch that movie I don't think I have you haven't I don't think oh, so oh man that that was a fucking purpose. hit bro that movie's so good it's on Disney I'll Disney check Plus it out. I'll check it out bro yeah man it, I mean, it's old, so like the fucking it's it's CDI and everything really sucks shit in it, but it's good. Uh, that's all right. Compared to the Twilight Zone, I think we'll be <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, <laughs> just fun. True, true. All right, now the last one from this long ass list that we just went through. Uh, luckily, we broke it up, but this is the one I'm going to judge Caleb on: the Chariot. Ooh. <laughs> That's fine. It, that's yeah. actually loaded. It says that's fine. There is no wrong that's, answer. That's yeah, loaded. Yeah. There is no wrong answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then came then. Yes. I almost have an accident in my car every time that song comes on. <laughs> it's funny. I went and um, right before that album came out, uh, I already I already knew it was coming out because they I think Solid State dropped like a This Is Solid State. EP, that's how I found the chariot. And it had um they had a song in there, but they've never released a song like on an album. It was just like a standalone song for that EP. And then I did some research and I was like, oh fuck yeah, this album's coming out. I'm gonna go buy it. We rented up, we were visiting family in Amarillo, Texas at the time. And so I went to the Hastings there. They had one copy left. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. So I bought it. I was like 17. And uh that CD didn't leave my fucking 
CD player for a long time. <laughs> Wonderful. Do you remember when labels used to like send you a CD to like discover more of their artists? Like the sampler like, packs? Like Victory Records did that. And that's how yeah. I discovered Between the Buried and Me, Bury Your Dead and like so many others. Yeah. In that, the, the, the CD, when you bought it from like the store or whatever, it would come with like a sampler CD in the back or some shit. Yeah. I used to also go to like Hot Topic and buy their like Hot Topic samplers and I, that's how I found all the music back in the day, just buying those. I miss those days. Oh, yeah. So, the Warp Tour samplers, all that shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. So y'all released um, Escape Clause. What, mm-hmm. like, let me find When did y'all release that? It was fairly recent. June? I think it was. Yep, June. June 2nd. He's. She knows better than us. Yeah, well, I looked on Spotify. I cheated. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, so is that a standalone single, or is that going to be on the EP that y'all got coming out? That will open the EP. That will open the EP? Okay, cool. So uh give y'all a little time frame here. This will be out August 3rd. So is there anything y'all can tell us about the EP that won't mess anything up around that time frame? I don't. I don't think so. Not really. I don't yeah. think we will have released any info on it yet. But okay. I mean, all I want, good. I want gotcha. people to. I want people to listen to this interview so they could get some tidbits <laughs> here. So, <laughs> well, just, uh, we're going to be dropping a track list probably in August. Okay. Sometime Are you going to be dropping any more singles single. or anything like that? Yeah, I think maybe one more single. Awesome. Okay. Perfect. That, that will feature a vocalist that. People within our scene, I think, know pretty well. Gotcha. Perfect. We'll get to that towards the end. You'll see. Okay. Could you tell us what uh, what what episodes you got going on that one? Uh, six tracks. Six tracks. Okay. Um, it is acting as like a part two to our first EP. Gotcha. Um, so the um, first EP was called the James Beavis Chronicles. Mm-hmm. And uh, this next one is going to be called the Hempstead Assignments. Okay. And uh, Mr. Hempstead uh, was uh, Mr. Beavis's um, guardian angel. So the EP is supposed to be from where uh, Mr. Beavis was in his early life and then how he is in his later life with his guardian angel working gotcha. together. So it's sort of uh, where we started to where we are now. Yeah. Where okay. we hope to progress. So. Oh, that's yes. awesome, man. That's that's really cool, dude. I really, really enjoy your sound, your music mm-hmm. and everything. So I hope I hope it gets the praise it deserves, man. All of these. Um, the next stop will it be the coordinates and that. Do they mean anything to y'all? Because I looked them up. Uh, yeah, the uh, coordinates at the bit, at beginning uh, go should, I hope, uh, go to uh, Willoughby, Ohio. Yes. Um, we um, we've never been there. Yeah. But. Uh, we needed uh, a name for like the intro track for our album. Um, so I thought of just picking the coordinates and just sort of, if anyone gave enough of a shit to look them up, they would find out, oh, Willoughby, cute. All right, no, it's a yeah. nice song. <laughs> yeah, so I looked them up and it, it does come up. It comes up Willoughby right in front of like Willoughby Food Store. Tight. <laughs> and, uh, then like there is nothing else about like normally when you google coordinates it'll tell you like towns or whatever but like it shows you the map it shows you willoughby 
And I'm assuming it's just like a such a small hole in the wall town that like the next search item on Google, the next like five is y'all's <laughs> y'all's EP or album. I mean, <laughs> so <laughs> it's also kind of a perfect example of the the town will be in the episode too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a quaint little place that this guy is happy to just go to and escape to in his dreams. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Hell yeah. So more new music coming from y'all, which I'm excited about. Yeah, what are some bands you guys are digging sort of lately? Car Bomb is on repeat in my life right now. They won't stop. They put out a live album, and I want to see them so bad. Car Bomb. I, is there a certain number of bands that we can spit out right now, or do you just want like as just many whatever, as man? Like, yeah, because uh, I've maybe some people will laugh at me for this. I don't care. I think the new Sleep Token album is the album of the year for me. I love Sleep Token. I, I haven't so heard it yet. I've I heard I I've heard all their time. earlier stuff. I it's, haven't heard the new one, so uh, I need yeah. to hear that. It's I, I mean they, they got. I don't want to say more poppy, but they did kind of on this new album. But uh-huh. I, I like I like really all types of music. It doesn't really bother me. I just love the vocalist voice. I mean, I, I love Honestly. their old stuff. So my my brother messaged me the other day, and he said, "Bro, Sleep Token is kind of like a modern day typo negative." <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> I, I, honestly, what I've seen is a lot of people are calling them like, oh, they're trying to just be a heavier Imagine Dragons. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I'm too, like, yeah. like, oh, uh, shit. Like, yeah, this album, this album, I've either heard people say it's the greatest thing I've heard in a long time, or people are like, this is dog shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, it's all hype, though, you know? Like, when, like when, a, when a band like that comes out, it's, it's really good music and it's different, and they fuse a lot of different styles together. And, uh, yeah. It, you know when a when a band does that and it, and it gets really popular really fast you got a lot of shit talkers they probably yeah. they're they're listening though they're listening to hey, it behind dude. closed doors oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean shit yeah. dude look at their their monthly listens and even if they aren't listening to it they're still making a killing off the album so it don't fucking matter yeah <laughs> i think i saw before this album dropped and all the hype that it got they had a few hundred thousand monthly listeners mm-hmm. and now they're over 2 million. Yep. So I said, yep. you know what? Kudos to you guys. They, they like, got their fucking payday. They don't give a right. shit what you say. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, but, but that album I've listened to a lot since it's dropped. I've also lately been listening to a band called face yourself with a female vocalist who is being dubbed the will Ramos of females. Oh, nice. Um, she sounds just like, uh, just I mean, I mean, I'll say just like a dude, but I mean, when you think of like dudes that do like gutturals, like she really is like a female Will Ramos, and she, yeah, I, I'll you'll probably ask for a song later. I'm gonna give yeah, you yeah, yeah, with one of the greatest blads I've ever fucking heard in my yeah. life. <laughs> you see, that's the thing too is like you mentioned like sleep time. Everybody talking shit about that. Well, when Lorna Shore blew the fuck up like they did, everybody talked shit about them too. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's stupid. I don't know. Yeah. Will Will Ramos, I will say that dude's he has like he's very talented. God damn. He dude. is. Like he is. To make all those different noises. 
and he's a hell of a singer. He does great. Yeah. Token vocal yeah, covers yeah. On he can sing too. Like, stop it. Fuck. <laughs> you can only be yeah. good at one. All right. You only yeah. get one. <laughs> Calm down. But yeah, man, uh, that that's really good shit too. I like, I, I mean, I listen to the new Lorna too, too. It's not really like what I listen to consistently. So, but I enjoyed it. Let's get a car bomb song on here, man. I think it's called Gratitude. You guys hear my cat? Uh, I think I got I a little bit there at the at the end. It's okay. Augie Augie has a cat, Mister Kitty, and he yeah, makes noises cats, sometimes. Yeah. yeah, you have two cats. Yeah, gratitude. Um, off the album Meta. All right, and then Sleep Token. So, admittedly, even though I just said, "Oh, I love their new album and stuff," their album twenty nineteen Sundowning is one of my favorite albums ever. And I'm really torn because the intro track to that is an absolutely incredible song. But I think to really expose anyone that might be interested in like the heavy offbeat, like even genty, if you want to call it, side of Sleep Token, I think I have to choose the offering. Yeah. I, n- I never listened to them previously. It's, I mean, I definitely think... I think their first two full-length albums are really like people were like yes, and then they just again they got a little they had some more poppy type songs on their next album, and people were like, "Oh, what'd you do?" So yeah, you know, it's just like I think the album Sundown and the album This Place Will Become Your Tomb. If you listen to those, I think you'd be like, "Fuck yeah!" Uh, and then give us that that face yourself song. <laughs> so it's called Red. It's just, I think it's literally, we just played a show this weekend and I couldn't stop playing it in the car with Kayla, but I think at like the eight second mark, she just, she has a quick vocal fill where she just says, say it to my face, you bitch. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, this is incredible. I couldn't Damn. stop playing it. Yeah. that Those fucking breakdowns that always just seem to scratch an itch. Dude, there's one that, that got me, which I don't really know a whole lot about the guy. I know... He, they're kind of weird, but uh, y'all ever heard Kim Dracula? No, I no? have. Yeah, I showed Adam. I showed that. Adam. They, they, Kim Dracula has a probably one of the coolest fucking breakdowns I've ever heard, dude. And it, it just like scratches this itch for me, dude, because it's it's a breakdown, and like right in the middle of the breakdown, there's like a saxophone, and then it like it's only like two seconds long, like. But it's so fucking cool. <laughs> it's so cool, man. Adam, you remember that shit? I showed you that. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, but a yeah. breakdown with a two-second sax solo. I'm sold. I'm Bro, it. it's it's like um, Kim Dragon switches styles a lot too. So it's like that song in particular. I'm talking about. It's called. I sent it to my brother today because he was sending me music, and I was like, check this out. It's called "Make Me Famous," and it's almost like a like modern new metal, like 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 yeah. It's called "Make Me Famous." It's it's definitely got a lot of new metal vibes. He's also got a song with Jonathan Davis called like "70 Thorns" or something like that. That's really good. That's a mix, mix between like hair metal, new metal, black metal. It's mm-hmm. fucking wild, dude. Dude's wild, man. Like he just that song, dude. That fucking song has a, such a badass little saxophone drop in it. 
And it's just like the littlest thing, but it's just it's the fucking coolest thing I ever do. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh but let's get a y'all got any like homies bands that you want to throw in here? Absolutely. Uh there's a, a local band um in our area that we adore immensely. Um there's a few of them, but uh first and foremost, Smothered Son. Mm-hmm. Um, those are our do, homies. Can we do Rust? Yeah, yeah. Dude, <laughs> it's it's the intro song to their EP. It's what they start their set with when you see them live. And just the fucking breakdown behind their solos. These dudes fucking shred. And oh my God, I just, I want to break everything in my fucking room. That part comes. <laughs> it's so good. So and, uh, another local uh, legends that we look up to immensely is uh, Last Chance to Reason. Yes. All right. Um, I will also put forward uh, our buddies at Multiple Pieces, a uh, local band from New York. They dropped a new song called Ligature Risk. Ligature Risk. Which I think is just absolutely fucking fantastic. Um, I would also love to throw in our buddy Chris Deering from The Sound That Ends Creation. Okay. Um. What song do you think, Caleb? For Chris? For Chris. I almost want to say that Obama sent the immigrants to vaccinate your children with soy milk would be a good one. But I I also just love Ben Shapiro can't handle this WAP. So fucking good. God, he's he's absolutely You know, just based off the names, I'm going to put both of those on there. You you can't go wrong with any. All of his albums have a great theme, and they just have the greatest fucking song names. Yeah, an apple a a day. Yeah, one man band. He does everything. It's so good. He's got a song called uh, "An Apple a Day." You'll die anyway. I mean, there's so (laughs) all of his song names are just absolute brilliant. That's awesome. Uh, Do you got a song from Last Chance to Reason? I'll let you pick, Brandon. I mean, I know what I would pick, but it's not on streaming. Um, uh, yeah, their first their, EP. Their first EP is not on streaming, unfortunately. Um, I got to go with their album, Level 2, just because it's one of the greatest things I've ever fucking heard in my life. Uh, let's do Portal. Leg at your risk. And I'm going to be totally honest, for anyone that listens to this, if you ever see the band Multiple Pieces live, their drummers, um, I'm not I'm not being dishonest. He's one of the best fucking drummers I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. He, I just met him and I was like, oh, this is just like a young kid. You know, he's pretty fun. And then, oh my fuck, man, he <laughs> is incredible. <laughs> Go see right them on. live. Go see them right live. On. Shay the vocalist will kick you in the chest and you'll see the greatest drums you've ever seen in your life. Sounds like a plan. Oh, yeah. And did you say the sound that ends creation is just one guy? Yeah. Oh, Chris wow. Deering, he's toured the whole country multiple times now. Just yeah, okay. Playing. And he lives in your state. Oh, yes, nice. Does. Oh, I have to throw in, if I can throw in another one, uh, the band No Suffer, No K-N-O-W, and then it's like slash, slash, suffer. Um, okay. There, I, I had a pretty rough summer. 
last summer and these guys like their album just like their album the great dying really pulled me through the very first song on that album god play is people more people need to know about them they're from texas too yeah the sound of creation that reminds me of like um old i wrestled the bear once with like krista and shit i just mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's some good shit mm-hmm. but um adam you got anything no god oh my knee Oh, now we can just do the the normal ones yeah 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 um you okay yeah dude my knee man you know how it is yeah <laughs> oh shit dude yeah, you're just talking too much my <sighs> knee hurts yeah man. yeah <laughs> no i've been sitting in my 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 little gamer chair with my my leg up for too long you know how it is when you get a certain age you just locked up on you yeah just locked up on me dog when i try to leave yeah. my daughter's room after putting her down my like feet i try to tiptoe out so i don't like my feet crack my, oh, my dude, yeah. crack and she's like, Dad, oh yeah, yeah, you're you not, gotta, you're yeah. not sneaking up on anybody. Yeah, no, bro, you gotta stand up. It's just like <laughs> my fucking wife has a has an ankle and it pops every time she walks. I don't know what the fuck's up with that thing. Uh, that can't be good. No, dude, but like, oh. like I can just hear her walking around the house, just like, <laughs> like, like a cat with a bro, pet. like, yeah, dude. <laughs> well, at least. uh she can't sneak up behind you and no man up. i hear that thing coming from a mile away dude it's just yeah. it's loud too i'm like god damn dude like but does it pop does it pop at any speed yeah it's nuts dude <laughs> it's just <laughs> <laughs> <when she's running. laughs> won't be able to surprise peg you yeah man, exactly <laughs> i always got my guard up now <laughs> oh, thank god <laughs> um oh, no man. guys so um Usually to, to close it out, we like to ask you what the last song you listened to was. I have it right here on Spotify, Deep in the Willow by Knocked Loose. Nice. Nice. All right, Caleb, what you got? It was Car Bomb. Um, because it doesn't leave my car. You already picked a song from them, so you can't pick it again. I, uh, it, I'm going to the last one it was, and it was a uh, constant sleep before my internet on my phone kicked out on me because there's okay. spots in Maine where it's completely dead next to my house, <laughs> which is really cool. That sucks. Oh, that sucks, man. I put Escape Clause as the very first song on this. Um, give us one more to, from y'all to close this, this, thing, this thing out. One more song. Like, from from Serling though, like a Serling song, yeah. A good one's gonna be hard to pick. Uh, yeah, they're all so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, they're all great, man. Um, <laughs> Y'all might be a little biased, but take it from an unbiased like, source. Like when we play live, because uh, there's so many options. Like the second song off our full length, people love that. Our first ever hit, quote unquote, was Time Enough at Last. Hardcore team did a reaction video to that and it just oh, took nice. off for That's us. awesome. And pe- we end our set with that. And people honestly, we had a dude in Bangor, Maine, who saw us and he was like, I was hoping you were going to play that fucking song. You know, so <laughs> I don't know if we should go with that, Caleb. Um, or if we should do one like, hey, this is one that really defines us, but you might not know it that well. I was going to pick one that's cur- my current favorite to play live. 
and um, it's uh, Mr. Garrity in the Graves. That's what I was going to pick. Yeah, let's do that. Anything I'd like to add or anything? Yeah, we're, we got a lot. Um, I would just say uh, to anyone that's interested, just really be on the lookout the next two months. Um, we're hoping to do announcements, I think, in August and then a, an EP drop in September. Um, that's that's all TBD, of course. Um, but that's like a temporary timeline we have right now. Um, yeah. We also uh, could potentially be doing our first little tour this okay. year. So I would tell people to, especially if you're in the New England area and some of the surrounding states, just keep checking back for updates. Awesome. Uh, of course, stuff like that can always fall through. I'm not making any promises right now, <laughs> but yeah. I want people to be a little hyped and excited that it could happen. So, for sure, um, keep the positive vibes for yeah, us. Man. But we got, some, yeah, we got some releases and stuff. And as we always do, whenever we do releases, we do limited and numbered releases of things. So, if people want sort of a collector's item of something of ours, then definitely stay peeled to our socials. Okay. Speaking of socials, you want to call those out? Yeah. So, of course, you just search Serling on all streaming platforms. We're also on Bandcamp. Uh, you can find us just straight up Serling on Facebook, uh, Serling.band on Instagram. We are also on Twitter, although our manager really oversees our socials. I do not have a Twitter personally, but we have a band Twitter that we like to chat with other humans on, I hear. And... Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm forgetting anything, Caleb. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe don't we're know. on pure volume. I don't know. Pure yeah, volume. Could God be. damn. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Well, I appreciate y'all giving us your time. I know it's late over there, so. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, man. Thank y'all so much. And um, if y'all ever have, like, songs you want to, like, I don't know, sneak peek or just have us take a look at or whatever, man, just shoot them our way and we'll help y'all promote them in any way we can. So, Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. Oh, Thank yeah. y'all for Thanks. everything. And yeah. uh, y'all have a nice night, man. You Thanks, too, guys. You too. Thanks for your time. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Later. Thank you. See ya.